Okay, welcome to Game Stores. I don't know what <laughs> what, what episode are we down to now? Oh yeah. This is uh, <laughs> all right. This is the E3 special continuation of our previous podcast. Um, tonight we have Chris. What's up, world? Corey. Guten Tag. This is Josh. Me. <laughs> Jake and Jamie. I think it's I think it's also very very important that we should also say that we are all in one room finally for the first time that I've been on the podcast. Yeah. And Gerald, oh, wait, we we did forget Gerald and Gerald. <laughs> it's not the first time today. It's <laughs> <laughs> still a beautiful day in paradise. Yes, it is in in this city. Of Los Angeles, California, being held of E3 2012. So, um, I guess tonight we're just going to uh, briefly cover um, <laughs> what we've seen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just <laughs> trapped my family guy. <laughs> yeah. Failure. Podcast already starting out well. I'm a killer of, of fun stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, awesome back. No, so we're gonna have no. a, an actual reenactment from Jamie. <laughs> so I guess uh, you know we, we kind of actually split up, uh, split up today. Me and Corey were together most of the day, and then uh, uh, Jamie. I think you were with Gerald, right? That is correct. Uh, I traveled with Alicia, who's also here but not here. She's and then um, I and then Josh kind of went off as a rogue soldier. <laughs> he, he went everywhere and and did everything by himself. And Josh was on a mission. Well, he before was, oh before we go over uh, Corey and I's a rather interesting day today, um, Chris, why don't you? Uh, what happened? Your journeys today? Well, we started off in the Gears of War booth or Gears of War area. And the line of hell. Yeah, that basically <laughs> exactly what it was. It was a line to hell because we took forever to get in. Uh, it wasn't our fault. It's the those dumb VIP people that get to cut ahead and say, "Hey, we got fifteen here. Okay, let's all go in at once." And there's only ten people allowed in. So forty-five. Yeah, the, <laughs> it, it was exactly like that. And uh, after that, where did we go? Alcohol's already taken effect. Yeah, I know. No, there's just so much. (laughs) Three sips, thank you very much. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Went around to a couple different places. We went to enter some contests. We went to go for some raffles. Um, Got some neat stuff, some swag. And I believe uh, one of the best parts that we actually went to go see involved uh, some of the booth babes, if that's not even a surprise. Oh. So, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's that's expected to happen. Yeah. That's like part of the experience that is E3. E3. Especially when you go looking for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we had a lot of fun uh, searching around for stuff, uh, seeing all the new games and new technology that's hitting out on the video game marketplace. Now, did you see anything that surprised you today? Yeah, and by the way, um, I didn't I didn't mention this uh, beforehand, but this is the end of day two, everyone. Yeah, so. we're at the second day right now, so you're going to be hearing just stuff that we've slightly visited, and mo- I'd say maybe two thirds of what we've actually seen. Yeah, I'd say that's, that's but a um, <laughs> uh, 
I'm trying to think right now. Really, there, there hasn't been much of, of new stuff. I know that... Actually, one thing that did surprise me is there's a lot of companies out there that are doing uh, application games, like for mobile devices, phones and iPads and stuff. Almost four or five of the places that I went to were all dedicated to online mobile gaming apps. Yeah, I know actually uh, um, quite a few of our interviews with Indie, which we'll get to that in a couple of minutes, uh, actually revolved around uh, the, the mobile gaming mobile gaming market. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that's definitely a, <clears throat> I think that's definitely an area that people are starting to explore a lot more. But um, I, you know, I, I, I guess you know, Corey, in our our <clears throat> our journey today, I, I have to agree with Chris. I don't really think that we saw much new stuff necessarily as it was stuff that we kind of already knew was going to be coming out I, I, I mean you know you kind of anticipated there was going to be another Gears so I mean I don't know if that was really much of a I didn't think it was going to be Gears Judgment I figured maybe Gears 4 uh, and I figured something of a prequel but we don't exactly know so Jamie, jo- uh, Jamie Josh I mean Jamie uh, Gerald what would you guys we uh let's see where did we start? We started with the indie, because we were with you guys at that time. All right, we started oh, yeah. with indie, and then when we left from there, we actually... Wait, what's indie? All the indie, indie games indie. that we did. Oh, okay, just making sure. I, I didn't know if this was a company that you guys secretly... Were those any right. good? Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Games? We'll yeah. get to that. Right. Because we actually got quite a few interviews, which will be a part of this podcast and company. At, uh, I got an interview with some New Zealand TV company guy. I don't know. I, oh, I, did you? Yeah, his name tag was flipped side uh, upside down, so I couldn't see it. Oh, but it's probably intentional. It, yeah. <laughs> Any yeah. way you read his name, it was probably right though. It, yeah, <laughs> so. it, it was something from New Zealand. I mean, he had the, a thick Australian accent and everything, so he was not. Crikey's mate! Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was actually yesterday. It was while we were in the Halo line, but I don't know what exactly it's going to be on. You can probably type it in on YouTube, New Zealand you, E3 2012, and you'll probably find something on it. So you might even see me there. Oh man! By the time after after the bear hat experience today, I, I think you'll see us probably on every major news and photo article and photo article yeah. made to <laughs> made by man. Definitely. Uh, which again, Corey and I will get to the yes. <laughs> those experiences uh, in a little bit. But uh, Jamie, would we you? Know. We sat in on XCOM Enemy Unknown. Um, that looked nice. pretty good. Was it nice? Did you like it? It was nice. I liked it. Um, was it different than what you expected? Or have you even seen the previous two before? A little, it was basically different than what I expected. I don't know. Um, what did you think, Joe? Um, from what I've heard, I, you know, I heard a lot about, about it going in. Um, I thought it was okay. Um, I still think it's uh, not quite as uh, fast-paced as I want it to be, so I have some concerns about that. But uh, do people have that have um, a, a fond memories of the previous iteration of XCOM uh, should enjoy it very well. Because uh, it does play, uh, it's very true to the original. So, then we did. Uh, me and Gerald did both play a game called Defiance. It's actually going to tie in with a show on Sci-Fi by the same name. Um, so basically, the way they're going to work that is, what would happen on the show could affect the game, and vice versa. What happens in the game could affect the TV show. Um, when does the show start? In a, it's in April. April uh, of next year. The problem is uh, we played that game right after we played a more polished, a substantially more polished shooter, uh, Spec Ops The Line, which is coming out later this month. Um, and you see quite the difference when you play play both uh, side by side. 
Um, I hope they're going to do a lot more polish to it because it needs to it on Defiance. Um, a lot of frame rate issues, um, issues with the combat, uh, the way your character moves. Um, there's no rolling, there's no sprint, really. Um, so it's kind of a little bit of a letdown because you play uh, you play Spec Ops the line right before that and it's substantially, substantially better. So. Yeah, I have to agree on that one. It does need a lot of help. I mean, the targeting system is very flawed. There was vehicles where we were at, so I did um, jump on an ATV, went to take it, went around a building, came flying right at an enemy, basically hit him, moved him, and never killed him. So, you know, that's oh, yeah, kind of... and the AI, they would walk right by you in, in uh, <laughs> Defiance, and they just, you know, they want, they have to get to their, the coding has it to where they get to a designated spot, and what they do is, they, they have to get that spot to start shooting at you, no matter what. So they will literally walk right by you just so they can get to their designated spot. It's Even really if you're just shooting, shooting yeah. the heck out of them. They yeah. won't stop to fire or anything. No, they'll just go to that designated spot. Exactly. I, I was shooting one guy across the map and had a guy standing right next to me just kind of like watching me like, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's flawed. It needs help. Well, they do have till April to polish it out though. So hopefully, That's true. hopefully they do because it, I mean, it sounds like it's going to, it could be really good if they can get it right. Mm-hmm. Tying in with the TV show, I mean, you know, yeah, it's not been done that I know of. Right. But they, they definitely do have to polish it to make it successful for sure. Oh yeah, to make it worth it. Otherwise, it's not going to last long. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know as we all kind of started out, um, I know we all at least um, started out together and uh, first place we went this morning, if I recall correctly it was indie, indie. indie games right yeah. Yeah. Um, you know personally I thought they had a lot of incredible incredible stuff over there I mean I realized a lot of it was in uh, pre-beta well I guess I don't know if pre-beta would well, really be the word would, to say a lot, of, a lot of stuff that was there was made by one to two people like it was, there was very rare stuff that was uh, was made by whole companies like a lot of it was just like one or two people and a lot of the stuff that we saw my personal favorite one that I saw was made by one guy and the only other person that worked on it just made music so the actual game itself was phenomenal and it was made by one person in which the name of it was I believe Horka Hakra 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 that was great Hakra was was so much fun it was the four player one that uh, me, Gerald and Jamie played with some random chick from a different website but oh yeah and I can tell you right now Polygon.com you need different people playing Different people ride for it because the one I was teamed with, she just wasn't very good. So. Like she wasn't a very good team player. No, mainly because good. you and Jer- or her and Gerald lost terribly. I think I was she trying was to, to me and Jamie right here, right, exactly. right. We she was being ball hog. She was being ball hog. I saw it. <laughs> then she'd get slammed and get mad. So you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We won. Go, Jamie and me. <laughs> and then there was one that uh, <laughs> it was hard prying uh, a quarry off of. That was uh, <laughs> a valley without wind. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, valley so. without wind. But that wasn't his favorite game. It was not. No, it was, it wasn't. But he was. It was uh, really. It was really interesting. But the real, the real big reason why I stay there so long is because he kept showing like more and more of it. So he kept talking to Nick. Hey, you know what? Well, I would have stayed too. I mean, the last thing I heard him say was. Oh, you're about to get to the boss fight, so... Yeah, yeah, I was like, I can't stay? stop now, and, <laughs> and, even though I died right before I got home, so I didn't even get to fight the boss. And I, and I apologize <laughs> for our little inebriated, <laughs> inebriated so... Um, 
But I would have to say, like, out of out of everything that like me and Nick saw today, as far as like the gaming showcases and everything, my by far most impressive stuff that I saw was definitely the indie stuff. Not just because of the games themselves, but the people behind it that made it. Because they're very very passionate about their games. They're very very willing to talk to us, which is really really cool. Instead of like standing in a line for three to five hours and. Yeah, I mean, they really made an effort to, to, to jump right into it. They got us those interviews in a matter of... A matter well, they don't of give you the canned better. presentation, because when you went to XCOM, and when you went to, you know, a Hitman presentation, which we saw today, hi, I'm such and such, I'm the social coordinator of this game, la 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 la, this is what it does, I hope you like it, let's hit the trailer. And that's it, you know. Right. This was actual interaction with, uh, interactive with people, a lot like uh, what we did, you know, occurred yesterday was then, you know, just two guys just trying to make sure that you know you like our, you like their games. Same thing here. There were just people that just, my gosh, you're just so outgoing as far as you know, trying to see, make sure that every every question of ours was answered. And uh, my personal favorite of the indie games was actually Joust. Joust was pretty fun. Yes, oh, yeah, no, I got drilled. Go for yes, it again. But I won the next. <laughs> I, I won the next game. So. This is true. I mean, it was all over the independent circuit. Oh, I yeah. got you back. This is true. Did you get me? Was I got? Yeah, I think that's like yeah, I won the last game. You guys yeah, played. I know. I know he won, but I thought it was like one of the main guys that got me. I was going after Gerald. Gerald was just playing. Oh, as a that's right. Yeah, yeah. I got the okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I got yeah. the guy who got you. Yeah. Yes, and I appreciate that vengeance for your brethren. That's right. Game <laughs> social revenge. There you go. I mean, Indy had a lot of just very creative. Um, uh, very, uh, there was a lot of creativity, and there was just a lot of genuine uh, uh, motivation behind okay. it to, to to make a good product. And and you know what, I, the Indicade, which was actually what what Nick's talking about, the Indicade, uh, which was a uh, basically a festival of all the different uh, demonstrations of a lot of independent independent developers that were gathered together so they could show their wares to people. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a great time over there. I think we, we had a lot of great dialogue, a lot of great content, uh, which our Jamie over here was great on getting before our camera dropped dead, thankfully, at the end of the day. Um, however, uh, like I said, Gerald will uh, be getting that up here soon um, and get all of your video up, so you know, make sure to stay tuned on YouTube and on our website. But uh, in any case, I, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody else was there. What would you guys think? I, like I said, I... I give props to to every single person that we saw there. I think they had um, a great uh, great products. I know uh, I don't think anything we were seeing was actually out except for uh, the Valley Without. Valley Without. That didn't come out come out in April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that one Eric was saying was going to be available on. Um, uh, is is available on Steam uh, yes. from their website and a couple other ones, yes. if I believe. So. As well, they the, they're they're really good with their community that they've already put out forty nine patches mm-hmm. for a game that's been out since April. And just to let you guys know who are listening to this, does um, that mean it's a bad game? No, it's just yeah. like they add He's, content to it. Oh. Yeah, and you got and it's an MMO. See, and you know what do you say up to eight people it's that eight, he knows eight people yeah. stable. And but 32, they, they haven't they, tried yet. They believe they can get up to 32 people. They, well, they believe that there's people been have it running their own servers. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and and doing that. So. That's but I give props. I give props to the creative designers behind that game because it's not only a very beautifully graphically beautiful game. Um, I know I didn't personally play it. I, I was observing Corey as he played it, but uh, I think I think it was overall it, was, it, it looked like it was, a pretty good game. Yeah, it was a really fun game. <clears throat> Basically, like you guys will see it on on the. Uh, 
on the video review that we did. Yeah, sir, we, we got video of that, right? Yeah, we got, mm -hmm. we got video of that one, so we'll, we'll be able to show you guys what it looked like and everything. But basically, it's a 2D side-scroller, but it's like, it's has a really big RPG feature to it, very RPG elements to it. Um, it's, it's, and it's very, uh, a very persistent and a very big game. They were telling us that the demo of it, like if you were to get the demo, you only get the first continent of it, but the first continent lasts about 15 to 30 hours of gameplay, which is one of the biggest demos that I've personally ever played myself. And because that's he, free. And that's free. Because he had stated that on the map that we had seen, mm -hmm. they go by squares. Right. And right. I mean, the squares may not appear to be much. But when you get down into it, it's, yeah, it's like, pretty big. There's like a whole entire dungeon map, everything within just one square, and mm -hmm. it really offers a, offers a lot. I think the whole concept's cool, too, that it, by breaking those barriers... Mm -hmm. And, and eliminating, you know, the winds and the rain and things that are uh, inhibiting you from proceeding on. I mean, I think that whole concept is cool, too, because then that kind of puts you in a position where you have to complete that level right. or that area, rather, right. to be able to... And, like, one of the cool things about it is that, like, you're not, you're not constricted on how you want to play the game. Like, if you want to just be like, screw it, I'm just going to go kill the, the main boss right away... You can. It'll be very, very difficult because of the level of the of the actual boss on the continent. But you can actually go as a level one and go and screw up his stuff. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I was just trying to find the name on here of this other one we were looking at. Um, I'm having a mind blank on what it which was. Which one are you? The, the one that Jeremy showed us on the iPad that he had ported into the iPad. I can't one? remember the name of the. Yeah, it's the Colossus, right? Yeah, Colas. Colas. Okay, I didn't know how to put it. Then there's I also the one, the one we saw that Jamie and I saw beforehand. <clears throat> uh, a gentleman had two different games out. Uh, one of which I really was impressed with. You utilized words to form into sentences. Uh, and that one, just the look of it, was very polished already. So, And then, of course, our friends at Rad Dragon, you yep. know, that showed us the honeymooners. I was going to say, that's the one Mike was talking about over there, right? Mm -hmm. well, I, didn't, I didn't get to see too much of that because... We were, we were still over with Eric. Well, what, if you do like the heist movies, like they said, from the old days, then you'll definitely appreciate that one. <clears throat> okay, cool. I mean, anybody else have any other any other experiences there other than what we... Like I said, we, we have we have uh, more in-depth podcasts and interviews that we'll be, we'll be incorporating as part of the podcast. Yeah. We, also, we also have a ton of video footage available yeah. that, that's going to become available, excuse me, from all over yeah, E3... And from Zen Studios, yes. Too. But also uh, coverage that uh, both Jamie and I made of uh, some of the most popular games out there: Assassin's Creed, Far Cry. Uh, you know, we a ton of game footage that we got: um, Medal of Honor, Warfighter, and a whole ton more. So, I've got a question for you guys. Yes. What you guys were yelling at us or yelling about how much Connect, uh, how many Connect games there were for Microsoft's press conference? How many did you really see there at? E3. We, sh we should hold this for the other podcast. Really? Because I'm going to get very emotional about it. Stay tuned for... Mother... That name isn't announced mature. yet. So okay. you guys don't know what the name of it is, but we will be announcing he it. He was yelling for his mom. Yes. Yes, he was like, Mother, come here. Mother, please. But he here. forgot that he's in California right now. Yeah. Not near his mother. <laughs> but Alcohol went straight, straight to the brain. Okay. So can we let Gerald and Nick and Jamie say something a little bit? I guess. Yeah. Did they, did they, did they see enough? Did you see enough Connect games? That's what I'll say right now. Um, well, according to Nick, in the past, one game of Connect is too, one too many. 
You know, I I don't know if I really saw. I mean, I saw a lot of things that were were using the Connect. I mean, for for other features, I, I don't know if I really saw a whole lot of titles on the show floor that really had. Well, that was because basketball one that we walked by, but yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, but, like I but, told Chris, because Chris had mentioned seeing it as well. I'm not going to bounce basketball in my living room. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really. So no, I didn't. It's not a great one at the Indieverse. You know that it just needs a lot of time you and polish. That, yeah. um, the one that reminded me a lot of Flower and mm-hmm. uh, Samantha Head. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That one you'll hear an interview with her uh, in this podcast. So, <laughs> which I think she she did a great job with just the con the conceptually she did a great job. It's great. Game. I just you know it, it didn't get the look to match that. You know, it's really going to be something that, uh, like I said, people who are into Flower. And journey uh, will really appreciate. Um, I just think a lot about you know with the Connect, a lot of these companies that that were on stage saying, oh yeah yeah it's better with Connect, better with Connect. But when you go to their actual booths and whatnot, they like tuck the, like you do with your PS3, they tuck it away. They tuck that Connect <laughs> far away because they want nothing to do with it other than the great payday they get when they incorporate the features. So and just so you it's know. something that they're ashamed of on the floor because they know real gamers don't want anything to do with Connect. Um, which is a shame because Connect, there is some good products out there, and Connect does have its uses. But just to add it in like that, as far as the concern, when they don't really care about the product, that's, that's a shame. Which, mm-hmm. and again, I know we'll save this for the other podcasts mm-hmm. too, but I, I think the Connect features, like the verbal command, I, I mean, use it for not so much the actual movement aspect of it. So I, I think in, in games like uh, the new Splinter Cell, where you know you can yell, "Hey!" And cause a cause a distraction, you know, to the enemies. I think that offers people a, a little bit more of an edge while they're playing games. I mean, and not just Splinter Cell, but other mm-hmm. games that, whether it's you know Call of Duty Black Ops, you know, or, or Madden, or you, you want to shout expletives at the uh, and get a red card in FIFA. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that personally is a completely useful. <laughs> um, that is useful. I mean, a completely useless feature uh, on that particular game, but. Um, yeah, I know Corey. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I oh, no, let's go. I was, I was actually going to segue into something else. Just so you guys know that are listening, Gerald did point at me saying that, you know, because I have mentioned before that my PlayStation is tucked away from the, the known universe. <laughs> and anybody that walks into my house. But I do have to say that I did see something on the floor that would probably make me want to play my PlayStation more. Because as you guys might know that my least favorite thing about the PlayStation is the actual controller itself. I despise the PlayStation 3 controller a lot. And with this device, this device, you actually uh, plug it into whichever system that you use. And you can actually use whatever controller you want to use with it. Which is really trippy. We saw a guy that was playing Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 3 on a PlayStation with, Xbox with his Xbox controller. It was pretty really? cool. And I, like, Wirelessly, I, too. Yeah, it was a wireless connection and everything. And I talked to, talked to the guy and asked him like how it would happen because you got also uh, map Wii controllers onto it as well. And basically, like within the three main uh, controllers and three main consoles, you can interswap your yeah. controllers between others, which is really cool. Like some of the stuff, I don't understand how it would work. Like if you tried to play Call of Duty with yeah, a Wii controller. I was saying that because me and you had questioned right, like, the developer on that. <laughs> but... Uh, besides that, like like I said, I would say it would probably be more between your Xbox and your PlayStation for people like me that hate the PlayStation controller, but I love my Xbox controller, but there are a few games on the PlayStation that I want to play, like The Last of Us that's coming out. And I'm just saying, what about Call of Duty on the Wii with an Xbox controller? Wouldn't that be 
why would I play it on the Wii on a standard definition <laughs> yeah. system? No. <laughs> if you're cheap and you want to go Wii style? I what? If you're cheap and you want to go Wii style? I, I think something I think something that'll go on. Well, uh, well one thing you could do is maybe Mario on the Wii. Exactly. Yeah, I could use, do Mario if I want to play Mario on the Wii and don't want to use the Wii controller. I could use my Xbox. I, how I mean, that's play, cool. Now, now this is the brainstorm right uh-huh. here. Play Wii Sports with an Xbox controller. You can you can map out oh. everything that the controller does with the other controller. So basically, what yeah. you would do is you it's like a little it looks like a little thumb drive. You plug it into your computer, a program pops up, and you can map out the keys. So if it's something that's that's supposed to be Swung by the thing, you can use it for one of the analog sticks for the controller. And they but probably how do they know which way it's being swung: up, down, left, right, forward, backward. They probably have it. Pre- they, they have. They probably have applications that are pre-mapped. Right, right. That, that Un- unfortunately, the-, the the guy that like designed it and that was there to show it off, he didn't speak English very well, and he sp- spoke mainly Portuguese. And there was a guy that spoke English very well, but he didn't really know about the product. But he was there with the guy, and he was like, "Oh, this is my friend. He knows English very well." I was like, all right, and I asked him questions. He's like, so what does this do? <laughs> Asking the guy, and he's like, I, can, I work with Brazilians all the time, and you know they speak Portuguese, so I know how to talk to a Brazilian guy or Portuguese-speaking person. And which, I which I mean, all in all, I think we we ended up walking away from there probably more confused than we. That's well, a shame uh, because we, it seems like a great concept, and and oh, we yeah. wanted to cover it, but yeah, there's no one really to, you know, I, like I, it just I, seems like strange that you go to come to. A place where there's a lot of English-speaking people, but uh, you don't have someone that's knowledgeable on the product that speaks English. Right, right. And like, like I said, like I, I get, I get the gist of it. I know what it's supposed to do. Not exactly how it does it, but you know, until I get my hands on it, like actually play around with the program and everything, I won't be able to. But it was funny. Exactly. It's funny that you said that, Corey, because uh, that's the first thing I think I said to you when you walked away was, mm-hmm. um, I know you're not a big PS3 fan, but. Does this give you a little more incentive to, to pick up your PS3 now that you can use your controller? It does. Like I, I can get, I can finally finish Metal Gear Four, which is the only reason I bought my PlayStation. That's okay. <laughs> hey, that, that Metal Gear Solid Four is an awesome game. Oh yeah, but you know, did they tell you when it was coming out? Oh, uh, they did not, because once again, you didn't yeah, speak English very I think, well. I think, yeah, I think the language barrier. <laughs> was there like paper, you know, work that was there? Yeah, we, um, we have it. Do you still have it, Chris? If we don't, we can definitely bring it to you guys tomorrow. Definitely, we'll, definitely. yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll another one in or a website that we can refer to. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely get more paperwork on it. And we can post it up on the on yourgamesource.com. But I think beside that, something we can kind of all relate to, um, and then we can kind of get into more. But what we did was uh, All Stars Battle Royale. We did not. Uh, we did not. What? That's that's Jamie or. Oh, that's Josh. Josh and me. I think... Uh, oh, Josh and you. Yeah, that's we both went and played it. We, I went so Well, Josh is a liar, because he only said that he went. <laughs> no. no I'm just well, we playing, I'm just we playing went, Josh. Me and, Chris went and played, <laughs> me and Chris went and played it yesterday the first time, and then after I went solo today, I went down to play it a second time. Oh, okay. Um, you used your favorite character still? I did. I did. <laughs> Fat Princess. Um, all in all, it's a great game. Uh, the graphics are amazing. Um, I've always been a Smash Bros fan, even though I don't personally own a PlayStation. But um, would this make you want to buy one? Yes, actually. This game would actually encourage me to buy a PlayStation just so I could have the game. No, Josh, I do have a question for you. Did you have, by chance, did you watch the Sony press conference at all? I did not. Okay, then my question is null and void. I shall not answer it. Ask it. Actually, I think he was in, on, on the airplane flying in. Probably. You didn't watch it either, though, did you, Chris? It's Sony, man. 
This is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Thank you, no, Chris. That's, that's why no, you're my no, favorite. No, no offense to someone, but I, I, I had better things to do, like sleep. And uh, this is true. Nah, but I, I honestly just didn't. I, I forgot what time it started, so that's why I honestly did not watch it. Yeah, the the main the main reason why I ask is because like I know when when we were talking about it after we watched all the conferences, like a lot of us were discouraged by the game after watching the. Someone drinking someone's uh, alcohol. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys should have seen Nick's face. <laughs> oh man, but no, like a lot of us were discouraged by some of the photos that Sony had shown on the game itself, and I was wondering if, since you guys had your hands on it, if it changed your mind. But you guys did not see the conference, so I cannot ask. You Honestly, pictures they could have taken that made it look bad because it looked too good. Well, they actually played it on stage because I actually yeah, watched this at the same time Corey did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, and so, plus they announced Drake. Drake and who? Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy was in there, yeah, from Bioshock. Bioshock. Oh, yeah! Check it out. I think like, so. It's like, like, in, that, in, in that demo, there was, like, what, eight people? I was mean, that, yeah. was yeah. that outside? The one that was on, on the way to the, to the hall? No, it's in Sony's. It's in Sony near... It's among the other games all that you can try out there. They have a full row dedicated yeah. to God of War, and they have a full yeah. row dedicated to Sly Cooper, and a full row dedicated to Play- PlayStation Battle Royale. Okay. Yeah, so you should really go check that one out. It's really good. But it's definitely worth uh, just, just that little demo was a lot of just fun. Just a little demo was a lot of fun, yeah. and I'm ready for it. that whole thing to come out. So. And see, I told you both, though, just from the press conference that me and Corey watched, that Fat Princess would dominate. Yeah, she did. <laughs> fat Princess is... But I don't know princesses. if she was the best. Uh, honestly, it was that one move that you saw that made her dominate, but everyone has that same move. Not, right. not technically that same move, but they something all have like something... It. Exactly, like Big Daddy's. Uh, I, I don't know if I told you guys, he'll, he'll pour water down the entire map and you freeze. And then he just runs around and one-hits everyone. Just, <laughs> then you respawn, <laughs> hits you again. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I don't like about it, is the scoring system because you you have to get your special power before you can actually score a point. And that's how I kept winning is because I kept getting to the maximum and unleashed right. it with ten seconds so left like, and I win. Like with uh, what's say like Smash Brothers? Smash Brothers, you can be on your last life. The other person can have ten left, and like, you you would you lose. can hold out. You can hold out. Well, no, because your life your life would keep. Going higher and higher, or the right. percentage, I would say. But like you can, you can get better. You can have better chances if the other person screws up. Like say it's it's one, and the other person has two lives in. Yeah. Like you still have a chance to take that back farther than with some of the other games, or with this games, where if you're behind at a certain point in the game, you can't catch up unless like you unless get you a ultimate. Miracle. Yeah. Unless, unless you use that ultimate unless power. Everybody's you know like controller dies at the same time. You're well, then that means you just have to start out strong. Well, like I said, I, I haven't played it yet myself. Oh, okay. So, me well, and Jamie will play it tomorrow. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'll join you guys if you guys are up for it, because <laughs> I, I would not mind playing that a second, third, fourth well, time. we invested a lot of our time into to the South Hall today, and I oh, think, okay. uh, Corey, I think our plan is to hit up the West Hall tomorrow. I yeah. think mine was vice versa. I hit West Hall yesterday and today. Yeah, because we wanted to explore some, some of the uh, stuff that Nintendo had over there, too. Yeah. Well, I didn't do Nintendo much. I kind of walked through. Well, something I wanted to discuss, though, was that... Um, the Wii U lines were infinite. Yeah. Uh, only for, like, the good games. They had, like, the the internet stuff for Wii U, like how to use the camera and how to use the internet on it. 
I really didn't care for that, and no one did. Everyone wanted the games. Yeah. So because the online Except service is really the online service is really not going to become uh, much more clear. Factor. Yeah. They have obviously haven't improved in that aspect. Sad. Yeah. Um, Hitman. I I honestly I have absolution. Uh, yeah, absolution. Hitman absolution. I have to honestly say I'm not. I, I, I haven't really played Hitman in the, in the past, but when Corey took me over there and we were checking out the Hitman uh, Absolution, I have to tell you, honestly, uh, Corey, you got me sold. You got me sold on it. Um, I think the game has some amazing potential. We actually got to sit on, on in on a uh, closed, behind closed doors, I think is probably the best way to describe it, right, Gerald? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It, it was always very interesting. We got to see an entire level played out, and um, just all the things you were able to do with it. Five, what do you say? Five killings, a kidnap, and something five else. Five killings, and a kidnap, and two checkpoints. Yeah. So basically, you kill like three people in one checkpoint, and then you kill two people and kidnap a third. And which a second checkpoint? Which you didn't really, you didn't really kidnap anyway. You cut, you like, he cut his throat. Well, it was subdue. He was like an. You have choices to either kill or subdue. Oh, well, I think that guy is pretty much dead. And he kind of kidnapped the one guy until he blew him up. Yeah, he <laughs> <out of> <laughs> yeah until he used him as a human hand grenade. <laughs> it was like, he threw him off the building and they're like, oh, hey, what's that? And then, here's some C4 guys. I, I just love how they, like, he didn't even run throughout the entire level. Yeah. And I love how as he was walking away from the gas station, he's like, yeah, you know what? Just threw a casually threw a chunk of C four and just blew up the entire gas station. Which the explosion guys lasted for probably an, an entire minute. That was <laughs> awesome. He was walking away. All you saw was like fireworks. Like, <laughs> and the cops kept still kept walking into yeah. the explosion. Yeah. They're walking past him. He's just like, well, yeah, walk away from explosion. What's that? <laughs> I think it was a bomb. Let me go check ten four. Barry, where's Barry? <laughs> 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 and then all you saw was like in the upper left hand corner, body found. How <laughs> they found the body? It was like scorched. There should have been more than just body. Found. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty it should sure have said body parts found. Right. I'm sure, there was like a little rain of body pieces. <laughs> oh, what is this? <laughs> Who's gonna clean this mess up? <laughs> Not a hit. <laughs> hey, Joey. Who's <laughs> <Nose> goes? <laughs> I think uh, what what was the other one we were uh, checking over in that area? We I mean we looked at a lot of stuff, but um, I know we want to save some some stuff that we we went over for the. Uh, and I don't mean just all the incredibly gorgeous girls that uh, I had the the blessing of taking photos with today. Which it was the hat? It was the hat. It was the spirit hat, and it was Corey's amazing photography abilities and his smooth talking. But I think uh, Corey uh, Corey and I already discussed that you know he's going to be the, my wingman. And uh, I'm going to be Whatever his ring you man. need, buddy, yeah. I get it for you. <laughs> we'll go into more about that, too, because, man, we got some funny stuff. We got some funny stuff to go over for that. So, um, I, I'm trying to think of the other... Um, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to check out Metal Gear Rising yet. Uh, I'm hoping to hit that yeah. tomorrow, because that line never went... I don't think that line ever went down the entire time we walked by there. I don't know how many I think, times. I think it went down at about 6 o'clock. <laughs> right. How convenient! Five I think I think, the, I think the show ended at six. Yeah, yeah. Five till there were so still hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know we uh, also want to check out Dead Space Three tomorrow. So that's kind of what's on the docket for what we're going to be checking out tomorrow. Basically, it's all the games that have extremely long lines. <laughs> yeah, 
I know. In Halo. I know. Uh, Jamie and I want to check out Metal Honor Warfire and get a yes. first-hand playable demo. That game looked. That game actually yeah. looked really I good. Oh, go man. Been... I don't know if they have anything playable because I haven't been over there yet. Really? It's a playable demo. For, yeah. Well, not for oh. that. I was going to say about um, God of War Ascension. Yeah, there yeah, is. It's in Sony's. And they, they're pushing the multiplayer. So, like I said, there was a there was a row of check that uh, out yeah because that that looks very nice. Uh, Assassin's Creed Three. It's playable here. Uh, also as well Far Cry 3 the interesting thing was uh, that Far Cry 3 still had the, the controversial scene that was played over national television the other day the beginning of the uh, of the level and uh, you have that and uh, like four or five screens right across from the Disney booth so that really just you know I could see just the the, the paragon of, of having uh, that very adult mature type format uh, right next to where Disney princesses were, so you know, just almost made a title of Epic TNA. It was that close. It <laughs> yeah. was that close. They're literally I, yes. I know me and uh, me and Corey had a pretty good time over Time Crisis mm-hmm. before we were like photographed and I video recorded video by video. every. I, I mean, <laughs> at where at what over it was, a Time it was Crisis? Like a, it was a booth for accessories. And yeah. it was like kind of like the sharpshooter for the PlayStation. Except it was an AK. But it was an AK. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sick. And they had it a, was. Oh, was it the, was yeah. it the same vendor that we dealt with that? Uh, you know, I, I saw when we were back uh, when we got the uh, when we got the Jesus shirts. It was mm-hmm. a PDP. Booth, I know wasn't we. It? No, it wasn't by PDP. It wasn't. No, huh? no, it was by a lot African. of. Oh, okay. that's what it was. Oh, sweet. I know a lot of the. Um, I know a lot of the the usual vendors, Gerald. A lot of the gaming vendors and stuff like that were in the smaller rooms, and also I think we passed them when we were in the back in those shirts, uh-huh. and and uh, and some other cool stuff which we'll cover here in a couple of minutes. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I mean I think for the most part, um, I, I had a good time over there. I was so it wasn't the CTA. No, no, it was it was, it was Okay, yeah. But it, I mean, it looked it looked just like an AK, except for a big move. Yeah, except for a giant blue <laughs> controller, it which it was pink. And which they cover, yeah. which they covered or up, blue. or blue, or blue. They cover up the controller, but the actual like ball for the move controller was very visible. So just think of something just clogged up in the end of your barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, load. <laughs> my, my gun's blowing a glowing bubble. Reload. <laughs> yeah, we had a theory on the whole reload thing. I, I think we were saying that if you had to take your clip out and like buy digital bullets to, right. <laughs> to, to, to reload your gun, that better be the best gaming or the best shooting game ever created to do that. <laughs> hey guys, we're gonna get this game for free, but to actually play, you need digital bullets <laughs> on a fully automatic rifle. <laughs> Dollar bullet, go ahead. <laughs> and then but, the, they'll run specials, buy one, get one free. Right. But the funny thing is, like when we first started playing Time Crisis, me and Nick were on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, we were on and opposite so, like, sides. I, I was watching my ammo count, it's just like my guns just keep going and going. I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? And I kept hitting reload, and I'm like, what the why, why is it? It's not reloading. Right? And, and then, like, like, I'll look at my gun, and there's like no flashes going. I'm like, <laughs> My ammo is just disappearing. It was someone like stealing my bullets, and then like <laughs> finally I, I realized it's like Nick, we gotta switch sides. Something, something's wrong here. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. We're, we're, I think we're gonna have to head back over there again tomorrow yeah. at some point. Um, I didn't really, you know, we went by Bethesda. I, I, I still have been unsuccessful in finding that Borderlands Two um, demo. Yeah, it's a two K. Yeah, not yeah, Bethesda. It's it's no, but I thought it was over in the South Hall. 
It is. It is. It but is. it's in two K. The line is where it says two K. Yeah, but we didn't, we didn't see. see. I didn't see two K. It's, it's wrapped around. For the, for the that picture. It's at a corner. Yes. But it, is so it over by the Bethesda display though? No. Two K stuff. Two K. It's in giant booth. No, I understand that. Bethesda and two K on opposite ends of the hall up there. Like oh, I did not. I did not see two K over there, and we walked around that entire cell. We did because you get to play. It's a playable. NBA. They had. I'm sure. just going to let everybody know that we're going to get exclusive coverage of Borderlands 2. We are going to go undercover to get you secret, never before seen footage, which is supposed to be illegal. If you're not supposed to, according to the signs. No, that's Gerald who will be getting that illegal footage, not us. Uh, Go in, make a right all the way down at the end. You'll find it. Done. Basically, coverage that uh, uh, 2K doesn't want us to show right now because uh, because they'll release it in a week. Yes. <laughs> but uh, one of the like when when me and Nick were doing our exploration, we like said we went in, in the like sides where all the small hidden booths were at. We found some cool stuff back there. We, we found some really cool stuff. Like one of them, for instance, it was actually a pair of glasses. You can see through them, and it's connected to a device that looks a lot like like an iPod or any type of MP3 player. Mm-hmm. And when it plays, it actually plays a 3D image on the glasses, as you can see through it. You can still see through it, but you still see the image on it. And it's and like some James Bond glasses. Yeah, they're they're thick, but you can and also because uh, uh, she took them off of Corey, they actually have a component you can remove to where he could you could still see out through the sides. Yeah, but you can't see what he's seeing. Yeah, so but, he's seeing a digital projection of whatever's on the. Yeah, I guess whatever it was an iPod or something. Yeah, it was like it was one that it was by Epson and it was like an Epson device, but like. The piece that she took off it, like, it made everything clear so it looked like I was wearing actual glasses glasses. Yeah. But, like, if you're standing on the outside of it, you can't see what I'm watching at all. And, like, with their images, the, the way that they do their image, it's, it's pretty much just two separate images. And, like, it doesn't really, it didn't, it didn't give me a headache. Usually with a lot of 3D stuff, I get really bad headaches with it. But it was really cool. Like, it was very, very interesting. She had that hooked up to it, and she also had it hooked up to another device. To where there's like there's a little RC car that was running around, and like I just hear this running around, and all of a sudden like she gives me the glasses, I can see through the camera that was on the RC car, and she like when she gave me the device, I could actually move the camera around and everything. Pretty legit, guys. Yeah, that's definitely a must check out. We uh, again maybe tomorrow we can go over and grab some actual footage of that Definitely. or, that or, or get, a, get a decent interview with them too Yeah, we, we asked them a lot of questions and like so basically they're they're just in their in their first generation of the glasses so hopefully within the, the next future generations they're going to come out with thinner ones more more sleek ones and she sounded like profile. she kind of got a little offended when I asked her that I, I, I wasn't trying to like all I asked was, I was like, you know, they're kind of bulky. I mean, yeah. they they are kind of bulky. They are, yeah. Like I mean, when I when I was wearing, they're on, on the tip of my nose, and guys, I have a really big nose. <laughs> <laughs> Part of my German fit. But, but they did go over your glasses. <laughs> yes, they did. This is true. <laughs> uh, what was the booth that we went to that had those uh, awesome uh, headsets? That was actually right next to it. It was uh, the you, it's the Vivi Touch. Vivi Touch. Yes, Vivi Touch. They like they had headphones that were Gerald. Are we going too long? No, you're fine. Awesome. So Vivitouch had the, these headphones that, like, when you were wearing them and listening to, like, the video and everything like that, like, we were watching Battlefield 3, one, like, the first trailers for Battlefield 3. Yeah. And we were in the tank and everything, and, like, when the tank would rev up, the headphones would actually vibrate. Mm-hmm. 
and you can actually like it felt like you were inside the tank like it was it was really legit. and like the cannon would go and, and you and you could clearly feel the the difference in uh, in vibrations between definitely. the firing of the cannon and the machine guns and definitely. Definitely. that's definitely something we got to check out tomorrow awesome yeah. like yeah the the only like downside to it is at the moment they are mono so there's no stereo to it but once they get the stereo part of it, like it'll it'll really bring in the whole sort of like surround sound feel to it. A real full effect. And it'll yes. be it'll be legit. It'll be pretty. Awesome. And they and they had said they're investing uh they're investing in four I think four different four different companies four different companies to see if they're able to accomplish no, that. Four different models. They have four different models. Oh, they have four different models. And they're before, looking before it becomes marketable. You have to make it stereo. There's just no way. You know, no. You know, first times a regular consumer is just going to see it. Oh, it's great, but then okay, so my stereo, their headphones. Yeah, yeah. but like they're, like they're still legit, though. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Like I said once, like like with that as well. That one's in its first generation, so as they put more research and development into it, you know, it it will become stereo. It's just a matter of time. And then they also, in addition to having the the headphones, they also had uh, controllers. Which the controllers like when I picked it up, I actually thought it was a legit 360 controller. That's what, that's what I thought. It looked exactly like it. Oh yeah, and we were playing Half Life Two, and as soon as I get into it, I take two steps, and like me and Nick both, we just stopped and we're like, okay. And then as I start <laughs> stepping, and like it, it's a more fine vibration as you're playing the game and as you're as you're using the controller, and it it really shows in there, and it brings a lot to it because personally, I can't play without vibration anymore. Like if I, my vibration goes off in my controller, like I'll freak out because I, I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> but as soon as I like, as soon as I was playing that, like like I said, I felt everything I was doing, you know. And it just brings more immersion into the game. It brings more realism to the game because you're not going to walk around and not feel like you're walking around. It just it felt a lot more native, you know. It, the, the game felt a lot more native. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think. I think uh, you know we have we have a bunch more to cover that we'll we'll be covering in a future podcast here. However, uh, um, I guess to to kind of sum everything up, uh, sum up as Nick would say, yes, the sum up. Um, what was everybody's impressions overall of I mean of today? What 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 did you guys take from the second day of E three? Were you were you satisfied? Were you dissatisfied? Um, <laughs> I still think the the lines and this is something that's never going to be rectified because the press gets so much of a higher priority. I still think, as far as I'm concerned, maybe some of these demos need to be shortened a little bit to move people faster through. Especially so more, that Resident Evil one. So more people can experience <laughs> more of E3, and that's difficult because if, if you either you have to make a choice when you're going to E3, either go and play the games or you go and sit in lines. If you go and sit in lines, you're committing yourself to at least. Uh, two to four hours for each demonstration. And that, the convention's only open for eight hours. That, Today. Yesterday was six. Tomorrow's seven. So and, and, yeah, so at least one-third of your time or one up to one-half of your time is going to be spent in lines, what, for getting a T-shirt or two? Now, there's some games that we had, to, we had to go experience. I mean, everybody wants to know about Gears of War Judgment, so we have to sit in two-and-a-half, two, two-and-a-half-hour lines in order to make sure that we're, we know what we're doing here at GameSource. So we're willing to do that to... to inform you out there just how good these games are going to be. I mean, um, Chris spent half the weekend, it seemed like, you know, in Halo 4, you know, with Josh there, you know. Just seemed like? 
No, he did. Like yeah, Chris, I, Chris was in that line from twelve o'clock all the way until four o'clock. And and for what? <laughs> a T-shirt. But you're also there to that see. You got my luck. By but the you're way. also there to see uh, footage that the normal fan isn't going to see yet. Twice. Hey, I might just do something with that T-shirt. It was it was hard to get that thing. I had to beat up a couple grandmas for it. But it's uh-huh. it's just the fact that you know he's seeing footage there that's not going to be seen by the normal public for quite some time. And and to get that kind of exclusive look at it is is something that you're willing to sacrifice. Now we're willing to sacrifice for you guys out there to get you the best coverage. Nick, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. what I do? No, Sir Turk. <laughs> um, I just I took away a lot. I honestly, the independent was honestly the thing that I think I enjoyed most today. Was really. Okay, it's yeah. good, it's good. You know, because, you know, going in, it's like, Nick was going in there, you know, you had, you know, scratching and screaming like he didn't want to go in there, <laughs> trying to have, literally had to crowbar in him in there. But once he got in there, he really enjoyed himself. And, then, you know, I think it's, uh, Nick is just like the typical gamer out there. You know, all we know, all the games we know, we just buy off a shelf for 40 to $60, and we're not really, we're really kind of scared if we should invest money in some of these smaller games because they're not polished, they don't look good. Their, their lack of ideas or things like that. And it's quite the opposite. You see some of the most creative ideas because they're not confined within a, a one you know a developer's wishes. So. Right. They don't have anybody telling them what to do, which is sometimes a really good thing. Yeah. I mean, and Nick. By the time Nick didn't want to leave. By the time we left, Nick didn't want to go at all. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I probably the most. Uh, and Corey was still would have been playing a valley without win. <laughs> I mean, I I had fun doing a lot of things today, but. Um, Game-wise, gaming-related-wise, um, I, I think probably the, I want to say the, the most well-used part of my day was spending time over in the indie section with those uh, with those developers. It was not only uh, uh, creative, uh, it wasn't only creative, but it was inspiring, um, you know, and, and just to see all these uh, smaller titles in pre-development, I think, was uh, incredible, and just to see them you know, just to see these smaller teams just so excited and amped up to be able to to, to get a to get a good product out. I mean, I, I thought that was awesome. So, I mean, I have to say, um, you know, probably falling in, in line with that, uh, Hitman. I, I was really impressed with the. Uh, with but I, I know you were inspired a lot. You know, a lot of times when you were posing with those beautiful ladies, which will be posted. Uh, you know, oh, on our, on our I'm pretty sure that, that needs its own page. Oh, that yeah. needs the that, E3 2012 <laughs> and then E3 Nick's 2012 inspiration page. page. <laughs> oh yes, do you need this? <laughs> do you need this? Meanwhile, there's the Gerald get uh, injured or you know maimed or killed or elbowed vul- in the throat or Vulcan nerve pinched page or yes. scared by Master Chief. Yes, <laughs> because he wouldn't shoot a gun at me. Yeah, why was it anyway? I don't know. They start, and that's the same thing with those marine, those uh, marines as well. They just you kept know. saying they weren't they, allowed. They would not allow me to do it. You know, allowed to put a gun into me. It's like okay, whatever. <laughs> not that I want people to put guns on me in real life. That's that's not. not they what they weren't real guys. See, the Vulcans knew though. They they didn't hold back. Yes, <laughs> and Jamie spent his time laughing at me. Uh, it was cam- great. On camera. It is. It's on film. You'll love it. What about you? Uh, like I said before, like my my definite favorite thing was like how Jamie said was the indie guys, the indie people. Like the whole, just the people alone totally made it worth going over there because of the fact that not only were they producing and making these very very good 
ideas and very good games. Like, some of them weren't even on a screen. Like, one of our favorite ones was Joust. Joust didn't even have a TV at all. Didn't even have a PS3. Yeah, no, it was just... Took it up to a laptop. It's like, here's some PS, PS Moves controllers. Here you go, guys. Have fun. I'm like, what do we do? Send in this blue square? Yep, that's all I did. And, like, but it was more than just the games themselves. It was the actual developers and the people behind it. Because not only was... They, they made the experience. Exactly. Not okay. only were they making the games and making enjoyable games, but they were passionate about talking about it. They were excited just to have us over there. They are like, oh, you guys want to talk about it? Here we go. Let's talk about it. You know, and it was, it was probably, like, some of the best interviews we got was from the smaller companies as well as with Zen Studios. Because Zen Studios was amazing the other day. Yes. It's very, very hospitality. Hus- hospitable? Yes. Is that the correct way? Yes. Hospitable uh, to us and everything. And, and guys, I absolutely love you. Thanks for having us in there. Thanks for letting me play your game so much. Cause the only thing go Zen! Zen Studios! The only thing, Zen, guys, if you're listening on your Facebook page, let us post photos! Let us post photos on your page. <laughs> you guys are awesome. You guys we wanted to go ahead and show our appreciation. We posted up on our Facebook page. We want to do the same in kind for your company. Um, because we're so appreciative of the, allowing us to, to interview you guys and also everyone that, as far as uh, all the people as part of Indicate, um, the people who set up the interviews and whatnot, they were so great. Uh, people who did the interviews with us, uh, just you know, they took the time to answer the questions for us and, and they, they didn't feel like that we were you know, bothering at all. Uh, like you said, generally, generally inspired to tell us exactly about their games and make you feel inspired to play them as well. And, like, the guy from, from uh, Valley with No Wind, like, the guy, he was like, I don't want to hold you guys up, but I still want to keep talking to you guys about the game. Like, because Gerald and Jamie ended up leaving me and Nick over there, and eventually... Yeah, but, well, Nick I think he, he drank a gallon of his water. I think yes. he drank to just talking to you guys. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah like, horse. and it was great, because I, I actually, I probably spent about 20 minutes on that you were, game. You were there about half an hour. Oh, was I? Yeah. yeah. It felt like 20 minutes. <laughs> But yeah, no, like he, like because he kept showing me more and more. He's like, I know, I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep you, but I really want to show you more. And that's like, like I said, it's that type of passion that really like gets to me, as as a consumer, as a gamer, as a fellow lover of video games. And I just, it was just amazing to uh, see everything there. I still got one more day left. Um, Oh, and also, like I said earlier, Opportune. You know, we just want to thank Eric from Opportune. He was just very gracious to us as well as part of the Indicate. Uh, his games are coming out. They really, really look good. Um, just overall, it was a great experience today. And, and just let everyone out there, please look up as far as the independent games on both PSN, PC, Xbox, uh, Live, as far as it's concerned. Um, go whatever venue you need to look up these games. Please do yeah, so because they're, it's really uh, quite an experience. They're usually much better value, and you're usually at a much better price. Chris, what are your thoughts about what the rest of tonight? Yeah, well, I know what your plans tonight. Yeah, spare the details on uh, that. Yeah, you, you that, then we're gonna have to go back and put them post this as an explicit. Podcast. There we go. Well, well, in that case, no. I'm just I, I feel bad you. because you guys are in the room. <laughs> we'll go back down to the, uh, go run down the street to the market and get that pill for you. Oh. <laughs> <Hey>. oh. uh. <laughs> it's too. It's 
podcast. We weren't done Don't with give the him good anything thing. to drink anymore, uh, please. Yeah, he was drinking that wrong stuff in his mouth. He, or he all that smeared he off. Can't, he can't drink know, and right? podcast at the same time. No, he can't. <laughs> Don't Is that all he's had so far? The three sips from that? No, thing? I gave him one of these too. <laughs> no, you. Got us a cup of water. Wow, light. All it takes is a little beer. Yeah. It was just, just seven up. I'm sorry. I won't give him seven up anymore. All right, Chris. What again? So, your thoughts? I'm sorry. For today of day two, it was much more enjoyable than day one, where two thirds of the day was spent uh, in Halo. But uh, Capcom shafted me. <laughs> but I, I have to say that I did learn a lot of stuff. Um, as as far as like what's coming, I mean, all three consoles this year seem to be doing pretty decent with what they have coming out. But a lot of the games as well, they I I started realizing were either shown either the last E three, or they seem like they're going to be held back and probably even shown until next E three uh, because of how late they might come out. But but there's no new consoles on the way, as you always tell. Yeah, us. exactly. So well, why would it be the last tail end of the con- tail end of these games? Well, no, we'll be say, we'll be we'll be talking about this in the next well, podcast. I, again. I mean, just like some of the games. That <laughs> Let us assure you of that. Uh, coming out 2013 sometime. I mean, this could be a holiday 2013, and they're just pushing it out now. Or it could be uh, some of them. I know, like one that I still need to actually go try out is the South Park RPG or see any. But uh, Gears of War Judgment doesn't have an exact release date. Just 2013. So, but I can expect it being sooner if they already have playable game types of it, and all they've had to do is just readjust the maps and then add in a beast and horde mode together and run down. Uh, no, overrun. Overrun, sorry. Yeah. That's Over, right. Overrun mode is a new mode Over- coming out for Gears of War Judgment. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, just think of if you played Gears 3, horde versus beast mode. It's the same exact concept, uh, but you'll see more... About that, They're, we can't post it up. It's illegal for us to be posting it up uh, as far as video play of it. But I'm pretty sure they will post up some of it. Do we have any of it? We we don't. They, it was it, they said if they saw a camera or or a cell phone even come. Do you like video footage? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've already got it out. Might as well hurry. Run. Well, we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can do because Borderlands Two, even though they ask you not to do it. Um, we're gonna see if we can sneak out. To Chris, you got about we, we, thirty-five we were, seconds before you before you tackle a, a camera on it. I bet you, if you go to E3, uh, go to YouTube right now, you can find some coverage of the Borderlands Two area, which you know I'm sure Two uh, K doesn't want you to see. So yeah. Well, uh, Josh, do you have anything sure. you'd like to do? You want to add something to it? Um. All in all, it's it's been great. Um, it's my first time being at a convention, the E3 convention. Um, I've learned a lot on my first first trip here. Once uh, in your life. Um, yeah. Um, Is that, is that all you feel? <laughs> I was kind of distracted was, for a minute. I was excited, and I saw some poop <laughs> Is it the pill? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it was, it was, it's definitely, it's been one of the best, the most exciting things I've been to in a while. Um, I'm, you know, uh, I'm not very, I'm not very good at these whole interview kind of things, so, uh. That's okay. You know, just we're glad you made it with uh, made it out with us. And, uh. Connect. I my probably my favorite thing I've seen today 
It's probably the what was it called? The dance the dance central. Yep. Dance central three. Dance central three. <laughs> um that the the oh, the movements man. and That's just crazy. the connect all together on that game is pretty incredible. Watching how pe- how uh it's you know, step by step you have to follow you know, each move exactly and haven't been have like, just just having the connect there to like follow your movement it's just it's cool to see how how it just follows your body movement and and yeah you can lose weight by doing it too so it's uh, yeah because i know, I know it's good all and it, it's so. different than the basketball game because i i wouldn't be dancing a basketball in my my living room either but if i wanted to dance if i want to dance around in my living room it's a little different so it's not as awkward I would, but personally, I dance around in my room anyways. This just gives me an, yeah. an excuse to, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. Now you can get an achievement while you do it. Soon. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Corey, you hit 500 calories. Yeah, I believe there is an achievement for that. Because <laughs> oh, so. oh, I'm still getting to see the real life achievements pop up whenever we do anything. Right. <laughs> well, guys, uh, until uh, the next podcast, which we will be unveiling the new name on. Uh, Check us out at uh, www.yourgamesource.com and uh, please uh, make sure to check us out um, on our E3 page. We've got a lot of fresh content that we're going to get up there and uh, also on our YouTube page, uh, Your Game Source, and it's D-O-T-C-O-M. The whole thing spelled out, yourgamesource.com. And make sure to hit us up on our Twitter. And uh, I think that about sum it up, gentlemen. At Game Source. At Game Source. At Game Source. At sign, Game Source. (laughs) That's right. All right. (laughs) Meditator. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> <laughs>